and welcome to Trade Centre Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. It is the final day of the trade period, and what a ride it has been. Some big trades, some not so big, mostly not so big. Uh, but we're here still waiting for what's to come before tonight's deadline, which is 7.30 tonight. So things might come through. We've spoken about all 18 clubs throughout this trade period as well, chatting to the biggest fans, analysing the season, giving you the most important opinion in the world. And you know what that is? The fans' opinion. That is what this great game is all about, and that's what we're about here because nobody knows their team better than the supporters, especially these two supporters I'm about to introduce now. They're also footy experts, I might add, uh, but they stand out there with the other fans in the stands. They know what's going on to make sure you know what's going on. So head to Footy Live, the app. We've got everything on there. All the news is there. You can listen to live streams, catch up on the old ones as well, and stay up to date with all the news as it breaks. And also go to Instagram. Nick's always on Instagram doing something, but he should be on live because that is where all our great content is and all the information. It's 4 p.m., boys, and that means it's time to wrap up today's news. Joining me to do that is Luke McGuire and Nick Guglielmino. Boys, welcome. It's having me, Jim. The days just seem really long when no trades get done, so I'm looking forward to some deals actually going through. That's right. I reckon a few might go through, and Nick's a bit worried now because Hawthorne's been talked about a lot this afternoon and he's sweating. Nicholas, how are you feeling? Oh, good. Thanks, Jim. Uh, yeah, they've really had to make us wait for the uh, the deadline this trade period, or like they do every trade period, really. But yeah, I'm getting used to the sweating part. It's been like that this this year for Hawthorne supporters, and yeah, another name thrown up today, which is really interesting. But we'll see what happens. Hey, I was just wondering, as a Hawks supporter, what do you feel like when the club now just tries to throw out everyone when they're just a little bit older? Like, it's just it's ridiculous, isn't it? Is that is that the traditional author now, Nico? No, no, I don't think so. Um, I think you're misreading the situation. Really? Tell me, you. what am I reading into here? No, I I think they've made it pretty clear that if they want, if you know everyone is open up for a trade if someone's interested and someone can put up a good price for them. So um, then they're not pushing anyone out. They're not pushing Luke Bruce out. They're not pushing Wingard. They're (laughs) just saying, hey, if someone's interested, head to the player agents of these players, see if they're interested, and then come to us and we'll discuss a deal. Mm. But they're not pushing anyone out. And look, it's all part of a rebuild. If you if you want to rebuild, you need to do it properly. You need to rip the whole Band-Aid off. But, hey, if, if they're happy to stay, then that's also a win. There you go. That's your opinion. It might stink, but it's your opinion. It Luke, do you, do you reckon Hawks are pushing players out? No, I don't think they are. Oh, of course you're agreeing with Nick. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think if they're pushing their players out, some have <laughs> gone already, but uh, nothing's happened yet. So can't say they're really pushing anyone out. No, nah, that's fair enough. My God, all right. Believe what you want. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> he always backs you up, unfortunately. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that in, in a second. But the first one, the deal that did get done today is Jordan Dawson. It's a done deal finally. Luke is happy with this one. My God, actually, he might not be happy. I'll tell you why. Because Luke wanted him to go for pick four because he rated him as one of the best players in the competition. I'll read this quote out from about the Jordan Dawson deal. And it was it was this throughout the trade period, we worked extremely hard to reach a fair outcome in regard to Jordan, despite challenging circumstances. Ultimately, we have settled on a deal that we don't think quite reflects Jordan's true value, but is one that after extensive negotiations we don't believe we could improve upon 
And that was from Dazza from South Melbourne. No, it was it was Charlie Gardner, this once executive <laughs> uh, general manager of football. So he doesn't believe that it was a fair deal, but they just had to do what they had to do to get it done. Are you of that same opinion, Luke? Yeah, I think he's I think he's worth a little bit more, but you know, Sydney didn't have the leverage here. Um, they just had to agree to some sort of deal because you know, losing him for nothing would have been catastrophic, I think. Well, maybe not that bad, but it would have been disappointing for the club to not get anything for someone who just came third in the best and fairest. So uh, they'll be hoping for a poor season from Melbourne as well after getting that uh, first pick that's tied to Melbourne yeah. from Adelaide. But yeah, to I confirm, that was the, it was the future first rounder from Melbourne next year, which uh, might be 18. Who knows? They might finish first again, Nico. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we saw a couple of years ago with Jack Martin uh, heading to the Blues um, and how that situation panned out, how he had to go through the draft and Gold Coast ended up with nothing. So, yeah, I think Sydney just obviously, you know, take the first draft pick and run. That's that's what they should uh, had to do and they did do. Um, it's not a top 10 pick, but I, in all honesty, I think it's a fair one. Um, future mm-hmm. first for Melbourne um, sounds about right, which, which you'd expect would be around what 15 to 18 you'd think might be. So. what if there's a premiership hangover luke said that might be a possibility so oh you never know it could be a higher one hey i thank everyone for getting onto the app and voting on these polls we've got some results from today's ones which were beautifully written by luke he's done a great job over this trade period uh he had one what is peter laddam's worth and most people said second round pick 79 percent said second round pick nobody said first round pick and then we had 20% on a third, fourth round pick. So you boys think it's a second round, don't you? No, Nick thinks it's a fourth. He doesn't like Ruckman. Is that right? <laughs> no, no. I think we, we spoke about it yesterday, didn't we? I think Luke and I both agreed a second round pick was about right for Big Peter. Yeah. The new two-meter Peter. Lucas, you the same? Yeah, just it's good to hear our fantastic listeners know what's up about Peter <laughs> Adams. He's definitely, yeah, so I think we'll touch on him later maybe, but the pick 31 seems like the right deal from Sydney's end. Yeah. Are the Bulldogs missing an opportunity to improve their ruck stocks? Uh, yes, was a big one, 61%. Everyone thinks they they were missing out, missing an opportunity. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I think they were. I think someone like Max Lynch might have been a good player to get in and develop. Um, as for sort of the other guys, um, I'm not too sold on Darcy Ford and John Segler, but I definitely think Max Lynch could have been given a go at the Dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Nico, you agree, obviously, with with Luke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's. I think Bulldogs are one of those teams that probably need to improve their ruck uh, ruck options. I know Stefan Martin's uh, a very good ruckman, but um, you can't. He, he's he's not guaranteed to play all 22 games throughout the year, and he's only got one or two seasons left in him. So with all the Ruckman being thrown around this uh, trade period, I was a bit surprised not to see the Dogs mm-hmm. go in for one of them. Yeah, will Ben Long to Western then happen? Seventy six percent point nine, uh, sorry, seventy six point nine percent of people said no. I don't think that one needs an explanation. That's pretty solid, isn't it? That's not happening. Don't worry about it. Uh, who will be Richmond's next captain? Oh, it's a tie between Dylan Grimes and Jack Graham. So mm. we said yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. I, mean, I, I thought Dylan Grimes. Yep. And I, I said I liked what I saw in terms of the leadership qualities from Jack Graham. So mm. he was another one. Um, but, yeah, you, I mean, you're probably right. You, you obviously know more about the Tigers than me. And Dylan Grimes seems like a good fit for that role. Yeah, Luke, you agree with Nick? Yeah, definitely. 
Um, <laughs> I think we all sort of um, went towards Dylan Grimes. I think when we spoke about it yesterday, and then Jack Graham was our second best. Mm. So sort of that reflects it. Those um, those answers. It does. Uh, Luke Bruce. He's originally from New South Wales, and that yep. meant the GWS wanted to go after him. Right, and Hawthorne obviously want to push him out the door. That was another one added to the list. But he's the second player, Nico, that has said no to GWS. He doesn't want to go. And apparently, GWS were happy to part with their pick thirteen. You would have mm. taken that pick thirteen for Luke Bruce. Done. It's tempting. I tell you what, I love Luke Bruce. He's a quality player, and he had one of his best seasons last year for Hawthorne. Um, but pick thirteen for a thirty-year-old, it is a lot, and it is tempting. Um, I probably would have taken it, yep. um, but I obviously, it comes to the. Well, I mean, it, it comes down to the player, and he obviously doesn't want to make that move. Although he's from New South Wales, yeah. he's obviously very settled in Victoria, and yeah, he's happy to stay. So Hawthorne have uh, no right to push him out, and yeah, I, obviously they won't force him, or hopefully not. <laughs> Luke, you agree with Nick, obviously. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's not too much to add there. Just, <laughs> yeah, pick 13, that seems too good to be true. Um, but then yep. it's come down to Luke Bruce, who said he doesn't want to go up there. So he doesn't want to go. Maybe and, um, convince him. It's obviously all to do with that Bobby Hill yeah. uh, trade. Bobby Hill obviously won't move um, from the Giants if GWS can't get that um, replacement in the forward line for him. They've obviously reached out to Wingard and Bruce. They haven't worked out, so I don't see them really going after anyone else. Mm. Yeah, that's true. How do you think this is going to affect the group though? I mean, Sam Mitchell, he's come in and he might be trying to clear away too many people. And how would you feel if you're being talked about like that? And maybe, Hey, you guys interested? You want to get rid of these blokes? I don't know. Is there something, because once you lose respect, you cannot win it back in my opinion. So when, you know, when a leader treats you like that, I don't know. What about you boys? I mean, Nick's not worried. He thinks everything's fine there. What about you, Luke? Do you think there might be any issues there? I, th- uh, I think just because so many of them have been like put on this list that they might sort of just, you know, band together and get over it as a group rather than sort of mm. one or two. I mean, we're strength in numbers, I suppose. I can't see them being too upset once the season starts. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. And, and obviously it'd be communicated with them about what's going on, what the situation is from the club's perspective. So I'm sure they'd all understand and, uh, Bruce and Wingard knocking back the trades to stay at Hawthorne speaks volumes, I think. Obviously, they must be happy if they want to stay put. Yeah, Bobby Hill, um, you, you, you were talking about this deal, but they've so a future second-round selection the Dons have offered. GWS say, no, nah, not good enough, don't want it. Collingwood are lurking behind the scenes. They might try and make a play for this. I don't, mm. I, I don't think that this gets done, to be honest. I don't think it gets done, in my opinion. I don't know. What about you, boys? No, I don't. Oh, go for it, Nick. Oh, no, you go. You go. I was going to say. Oh, I'll go then. Well, Nick, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Nick. they need that sort of a player replacement. And I mean, they can get it. There are some players like Ben Kavara. Um, I think he's up for grabs. And so is, I mean, he's a good midfielder, but Michael Gibbons has forward line experience. But yeah, no, they've, they've said no to the Giants. So um, if they can get one of those players, then they might. But, you know, time's running out. Yeah, I think he's going to stay at GWS. There might be. Is it? It's a weird one. It's a weird one. I mean, it's still contracted there. Like we said, it was a weird one that he wanted to leave in the first place, but then nominated only Essendon, um, mm. not rather than just say, I just want to go back to Victoria. But, yeah, Nico, there's no chance this happens tonight, you reckon? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I think the future second round selection is probably the deal that would get it done. But, yeah, yeah as just echoing what Luke said, I think it's, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we've touched on it so many times. It, it obviously comes down to who they can bring in to replace. They're, they're low on stocks and they want to compete for a premiership next year. So they want experience. Like Luke mentioned, the Kavara and the um, other potential deals. But I think it's, yeah, they want they want like A graders in that forward line to help them mm. compete. One I'm interested in is Clark. And this has been, they've been in talks since the start of the trade period. And there was that talk about pick 19 or pick 22 and a future third rounder for him i think 22 by itself is good enough right but apparently this happened right so those phone calls um said sammy edmund reported this he said in the last few days jordan clark and the list manager at geelong stephen wells had a heated phone conversation mm. and uh and clark said in no uncertain terms to wells apparently i want this deal done i'm not coming back wells responded again he said if we can't find a deal suitable for both parties we'll orchestrate a trade if we can't, you're contracted and you will be coming back. And then Jordan Clark hung up, apparently. Uh, yeah. Amazing, I, eh? it, It's just, yeah, it's a weird one because he wants to go there. The, surely you've got to get a, a deal done for him. But then even that, like coming back to Geelong, would be a bit awkward. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm, that's probably been my favourite story to follow, this trade period outside mm-hmm. of the Jordan Dawson one. It's just... <laughs> And this is just sort of, it's all come down to one phone call, the sort of situation. I'm surprised that pick 22 by itself hasn't gotten it done, but yeah. I think the Cats have asked for either pick 19 or, you know, the pick 22 and a future rounder. But future we've said that we've said this, haven't we, Lou? Like, he, yeah. you haven't played the guy. Like, where's your, you know, and you can't like stand on. You can't just yeah. go asking for that pick 19. And that's that pick's valuable because it's the one that is the first pick on the, the second day or the second night. Yeah. And the clubs have all that time to sort of mull over who who the next best player is. They've got that extra time. So That's right. should, the pick 22, I think, is perfect. But, you know, who knows what Geelong are up to. Mm. I'm, I'm sure Nick agrees. Yeah, no, pick 22 <laughs> for sure. That, I mean, it's, it's just about right. I said it yesterday as well. It's a, probably a little bit over. But, you know, you'd pay that for a player you want. Um, so, and that's obviously what Frio want to do. The pick 22 has been offered and Geelong should just snap it up. You can't be holding a player ransom. Um, but we've seen them do that before as well with Tim Kelly. I think they prefer to yeah. just to hold on to him for another season, uh, before that inevitable, inevitable move to yeah. West coast. And, uh, and the opposites, the opposites happening at, happening at Hawthorne. The players want to stay. The coach is pushing him out. It's ridiculous stuff. I know. Destination club, the Hawks. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of phone calls, Hinkley apparently called Peter Laddams on Monday uh, and Laddams basically told him that he appreciated the phone call, but he uh, wanted a fresh start at Sydney. So I think both parties are going to work something out here. This will get done by tonight. I reckon it's a 90%, 98% chance this happens. I don't think Peter Laddams is a Port Adelaide next season. No, we're still, sort of sounding like a broken record now. We've mentioned this story so many times. We've so. mentioned it every day. Yeah, we're just sort of fingers crossed it gets done. Well, yeah. I think it will, obviously, but yeah, I think that's yeah. 31. I said it before. Yeah, Nico, Nico reckons that this will get done. Segler to Geelong because, or is is it Fort holding it up? Fort to Brisbane. This is what happened. Fort will go to Brisbane. Segler to Geelong. Max Lynch to the Hawks. Yeah, I think I think it's the Segler one holding it up. Um, yeah. I think Geelong are just trying, like they're doing with um, Jordan Clark. They're just trying to get the best deal for them. Um, and then once that goes through, um, obviously Fort uh, won't be needed at the club, so he gets done to Brisbane. 
And yeah, Hawthorne's move for Lynch, they'll probably use the, whatever they get for um, Segler, they'll probably use to give to Collingwood for uh, Max Lynch. Mm. Hey, who would you rather, Lukey? Would you rather Christian Sherry or um, a, a Mason Cox, Kaz Bolt? I don't know, Paul Hunter. Like, well, I don't understand. It's probably not going to happen, but wouldn't you just rather go to the rookie draft and pick up a ruckman who can just do a job, who's got a bit of experience? Yeah, Tristan Cherry's good below his knees. He's good in the air. Oh, I've um, said that before, yeah. Yeah, so, but I think he's better than someone like Mason Cox or or Levi Casbolt or even a Paul Hunter. So, and he's probably not going to play that many games at North considering they got Coleman Jones in. I would have liked him to just have a bit more time. At St- uh, sorry, I would have liked St Kilda to have picked him up. Um, I mean, they still can, but apparently it's not likely now. So, Yeah. Branda, Nico, it uh, hasn't worked out. We, even there, we don't really know what the posi- his best position is. I think there's potential with him. He's still young. But yep. I think it's going to be delisted like free agency is the best option for him. Like he's going to be in the, like picked up. Yeah. I don't yeah, think anything yeah. gets done tonight. You know, they've got to delist him first, obviously, but I don't think anything gets done. Yeah. It looks like it's going to happen that way. Um, he's out of contract. So if he doesn't agree to anything, he goes straight into the draft and, you know, fourth or another team to pick him up or Carlton, Ooh, both yeah. will appreciate um, getting him for nothing instead of mm-hmm. giving up a draft pick. I'm, I'm going to have a look at the, I'm be interested in the, um, Sam Pell Pepper situation at Port next season because he wants more midfield time. He's not going to go to West Coast now because the Patricia Seaton thing got done. So I'm really interested to see what happens with him and how he's going to push because this this will make or break his career, I reckon, this next season because he wants to prove a point. Hopefully he can do something good over the summer. Nico doesn't rate him. Luke thinks he's a 7 out of 10. So, yeah, watch this space, I guess, boys. Yeah, well, West Coast basically shut the entry doors when they got Petrovsky Seaton in. Um, so, yeah, Pell Pepper will be back at Port fighting for those midfield minutes. But I found that interesting just because of West Coast sort of aging midfield. They didn't, I thought they would have might, might have been more keen on bringing someone like Pell Pepper in. He's got age on his side and he can win the footy. He can do. Yep. Boys, what are you doing tonight? Well, the tape uh, deadline. What's the choice of drink? Luke's going to be on social media, so he's not drinking at all. No. He's just going to be ready and focused to, up, to upload these uh, deals when they get done. Nick, I'll have a free frothies. He'll have the night off. And uh, and guess what? We're back at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Are we excited? Sort of. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so we'll be uh, recapping everything from what whatever happens tonight. Um, hopefully nothing too uh, serious from a Hawthorne's perspective. Don't want to lose too many players tonight. Uh, the drinks will be on standby to drown my sorrows in, but we'll definitely be uh, keeping a close eye on the trade period and uh, keeping the footy live app open as well. We will be doing. There's going to be plenty of updates. Make sure you're on Instagram or on the app to get all those updates for tonight. Just to recap today, the only deal that was done was Jordan Dawson who is now an Adelaide player for next season. Hey, we're going to be back, like we said, at 4 p.m. tomorrow to recap everything. We're going to get who who had the best trade periods, all the players that have been. We're going to go through the highlights of Luke, who's uh, been a supporter of nearly every club during this trade period. And Nico's been a great contributor as well. So really appreciate your time, boys, and I appreciate everyone who's listened in. Enjoy tonight, and we will speak to you again tomorrow at 4 p.m. Make sure you tune in.